0: Study group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. Holland's not here, so instead we have a very special guest.
1: Holland too? No, that's not my name. My name is Becca Scott. You can find me online at the Becca Scott, and I'm an actor and host.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm
1: really impressed, Omar, with your intro. It was just so polished. Really? Yeah.
2: You said, we've said done it very done quickly. Of, done he says it every time.
1: You didn't get tongue twisted. At
0: all. No, I try not, I try not, not, I try, I, I try not to. I try not to twist the tongue when a tongue twist troubles.
1: The tip of the tongue and the tip of the, the
0: you know what's a really big tongue teaser? Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Which is the episode we're going to be talking about in this session.
1: Great Uh, episode. Yeah.
0: Amazing episode. Uh, Just to really quickly, um, let's just call it the obvious here. It's it's on the table. Uh, Holland is at a book signing right now. She's at an event. Uh, doing really, really cool, amazing things. So, she will not be with us in this session. There's a chance she'll walk she in, the door. in. She Maybe might drop in. Maybe she'll listen Joyce. to it later. So, hi, Holland.
1: Hi, Holland. Hey. We Yay. miss you. I'm going to try and say exactly what you would say. All
0: right. How would you lead us into the library?
1: I don't know. I haven't listened to an episode, guys, but I will.
2: Well, she usually talks about the X-Files. Cut out that part.
1: Um, great. <laughs> <laughs> Schoolie
2: Mulder. That sounds like Holland to me. Great. Let's head to the library. <laughs>
0: All right, this is a really crazy episode. I wish we could release this on um, Valentine's, Valentine's Day itself. We can repost it on Valentine's Day. Sure, why not? That'll save us a week. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, so, yeah, but before we jump into this episode, because so much happens, um, w- really quickly, Becca, thank you so much for, for joining us for this episode. Thank
1: you for having me, gentlemen. I am a huge Buffy fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... Really got into it because of Chris, so I'm eternally grateful. Wait, is that true? That. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Uh, I'm her sire. Yep, that's he sired me.
2: Well,
0: mm-hmm. that's okay. Well, is I'm that weird? One, yeah, <laughs> it feels weird for me. No, it's not weird. It's great.
2: It's very. Uh, what's what's a couple of what's bloodletting between friends? <laughs> <laughs> Bucky sire. That's it, what yeah. we always say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my sire was uh, a girl named Nikki O'Donnell. Sired my entire family.
1: Ooh, she sired so your good. entire family. Well, not
2: my dad. He
0: doesn't care. I feel weird <laughs> about this terminology. I went to the library, yeah. uh, and I got a lot of Buffy DVDs. I watched the marathons on FX. Oh. No one was my sire.
2: Yeah, you so you self-sired. The, no, I was. I, <laughs> We're not saying that.
1: I was semi-sired uh, in <laughs> in adolescence. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but not fully sired till I came of age.
0: Uh huh. Sure. Puberty is a weird time. I feel like you you get semi-sired a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're bored in class, mm-hmm. semi-sired. Um. <laughs>
2: Well, we know where this this episode is going to to
0: be. But so, so, how recently have you been into Buffy?
1: Um, about a year and a half ago.
2: Wow. Yeah. How long we know each other? I'm
1: so new. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, Beck and I met met in line at Space Mountain. Is that when it came up? You guys were just like, you know, what reminds me of Space Mountain? There's so
1: many things that happen in a Disneyland line. Mm Then so many conversations. Completely
0: fair. Completely fair statement. uh, Mm -hmm. Just
1: dig deep about you know what will change my life. Yeah, And Buffy is one of those things. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: learn my ultimate role goal as an actor is to be the next Buffy in some form or another, whether it's a reboot or whether it's an incarnation of something new where I get to kill supernatural beings. So Whoa. that's my dream. Awesome. Yeah. Kind
2: of like the Pepperan Ann uh, sequel that we're working Kinda on. Kind like
1: Pepper Ann. Yeah.
2: Pepperan Pepper versus Ann. the Hellmouth. <laughs> yeah. Pepperan is called Later in Life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's does got look a little
1: like the. It's it's season seven. I shouldn't.
2: Oh, we're getting
0: ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, really, what we should be doing is paying attention this episode. And maybe you didn't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you were trying to get a necklace for your sweetie, or maybe your sweetie scorned you, and you were putting that necklace into uh, chemistry. Chemistry glass beakers,
1: or maybe your sweetie recently turned into the demonic version of himself
2: oh, and true. is
1: plotting ways to uh, show you that you have affected him deeply by um, threatening you with death. Yeah, death, de- death threats, as so, some would say.
0: Yeah, there's
1: a lot. There, there mm-hmm. might be a lot
0: going on in your life. You know, we understand that there's stuff going on outside school. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have Chris really quickly recap this entire episode in five easy bite-sized sentences. He's warming up in the back, practicing his Pavarotti. Uh, blah, 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 blah. There, that's one of those it.
1: tiny punching bags.
0: It's my favorite aria of his. Okay, Chris, in five sentences, take it away.
2: <clears throat> Valentine's Day is upon us. and. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and... Xander is really investing in his relationship with Cordelia by purchasing a very special necklace that he presents to her at the Valentine's Day dance, where she decides to give in to the peer pressure of Harmony and her other mean and nameless friends (laughs) who have made her feel embarrassed for dating nerdy Xander. And she tells him, Xander, this is a
1: really run on sentence so far. Sorry, continue.
2: If you've heard these episodes, you... it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good for Chris. Yeah. Chris's summaries. Is that one? That's one. Great. Santa's broken up with. Yeah. That, is a cap- that was a recap of yeah. sure, sentence sure, sure. one. Of- yeah, yeah. Right, uh, right. I'm going to summarize sentence one in five sentences. Yeah. <laughs> um, Giles is concerned with Angelus's recent emergence that he is going to be stalking Buffy. And lo and behold, he does by sending her creepy flowers that say soon, and maybe he's going to be nailing puppies to walls and stuff, but watch out, Buffy, because Angelus is a big old Valentine's Day torturer.
1: It depends if Sunnydale sells nails that long. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And also, whether or not she gets a puppy. Right. Spoilers, she doesn't. No puppy. There's no
2: puppy. That's not what it says. Puppies are safe. (laughs) 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 It's like director's notes. Two. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Thank you, thank you.
2: Xander is scorned and saddened and resorts to blackmailing Amy, the witch, into helping him cast a love spell that will hopefully make Cordelia fall back in love with him so he can break up with her, but... It backfires when it makes every woman in Sunnydale, except for Cordelia, fall head over heels in love with Xander, where they represent that love by either trying to kill each other or trying to kill Cordelia for the harm that she's put young Xander through. Three. Three. Great. And you got
0: to the, the third act, Cliffhanger, right? mm-hmm. the typical Buffy, the twist, yep. if you will. Sure. <clears throat>
2: Buffy is turned into a rat by Amy and runs into the school where Oz must go find her. And Giles teams up with Amy to reverse this horrible spell because things are getting out of hand and Willow's super sad and swinging an axe around and trying to kill him. And man, oh man, is it tough. Four. Four. Uh, Every woman in Sunnydale starts chasing Xander down where he and Cordelia are on the run and then the spell works out. Buffy gets turned back into a person and the spell is broken and Cordelia decides, you know what, Harmony? Screw you. You're a sheep. You're a sheep. And I'm going to do what I want and date who I want and I like Xander and she decides, you know what, me and Xander are now officially together. Five. Boom. Did it. Amazing. Way to go. How do you feel about it? I feel good. You know, I left out the Drusilla Angel stuff That's mostly. fine. But you know what? It's Honestly, it's not really present in the yeah. episode. E- Those, E-story? And, yeah, it's an E-story. Although, I, it does sow the seeds for the continuing tension build between Angelus and Spike. Sure.
1: And any scene with Spike is... My favorite scene in the show. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's a very fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> even sad wheelchair spike. Even
1: sad wheelchair spike, even though I, um, it's hard. It's it's hard to see him in pain.
2: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's so sad. He, an yeah, organ yeah. fell
0: on him. An organ. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to find an it's organ. not easy. It's no. not
1: easy to find, nor be under one when it's dropped.
2: Yeah. No. No. That's a tough task. Mm-hmm. And I love that scene, though, where it's like... I love the triple... Valentine's Day gifting, where it's like Xander gets the heart necklace, mm-hmm. Spike also brings a necklace, and then Angelus brings a heart. Oh, because it's a oh a great. And it a all, oh, I get it. And, Symbolism, Thomas. Yeah. Yes.
1: Getting it again.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's so a great Marty Knox, and she uh, she wrote this one, and Joss you know wrote all of them with them. Um, yeah. And but I wonder who's. One of my favorite lines of Angelus ever is when he drops the heart on the table and he says, I found it in a quaint little shop girl.
1: I love that line. It's just so beautiful. (laughs) I stopped... And paused and repeated that line to myself a couple times just because it's <laughs> so poetic and beautiful mm-hmm. and morose. And then all when you think once. about it, yeah. <laughs> when you think
2: about it, a young woman had her heart ripped out literally by Angelus yeah. moments ago because it's still warm. But yeah. You're not yeah. gift
1: a heart. You don't gift an old dying man that you found in the hospital's heart. No, you, that's not, you get a, a, fresh that's not heart. a gift heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a nice pumping, solid, clear arteries kind of heart.
2: <laughs> yeah. That was, that was speaking from Gift Giving 101 a very by Becca Scott. <laughs> gift Giving 101 this was set I want to watch that show. Gift Giving 101 yeah, with Becca Scott? Exactly.
1: Speaking of gift giving, Cordelia was wearing the necklace the whole Let's time. Let's jump How does this right work? in that moment. How does this work? No, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's. Mm-hmm. Oh, Should we man. just
1: delve into their relationship first. Do yeah. we start A to. We should
0: start boarding up the windows because if you were listening carefully, that's what Chris was doing. Mm -hmm. The sound of wood scraping against
2: the surface. Mm -hmm. We're locking ourselves in because we want to focus in. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, we're in. Xander (laughs) Cordelia. I'm saying
1: you're not safe.
2: This is the episode (laughs) where I feel like almost every episode, I'm like all right, guys, this is the one where Cordelia's in. Mm -hmm. But this is the one where Cordelia's in. Yeah, you say that even when episodes she's not in there. (laughs)
1: Cordelia has a heart.
0: Whoa, oh you're right. Necklace. And,
2: and, also though, good heart.
0: I, unless she was a shop girl,
1: this is <laughs> kidding, her first so real that. arc. Like, she's worked with the team, she's You're right. adjacently part of the team mm-hmm. now. But this is where we see she cares about more than just fashion and popularity. Mm-hmm. She really has feelings for Xander. For we, he, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm.
0: we cut away from the other characters, and we do, there are moments where we actually get to see really her perspective. Well, like mm-hmm. the locker room, it's just us and her. Yeah. And it's a really intimate moment between the audience and Cordelia, a character that we kind of like, you know, Blair, as Blair said, is like just like this mean girl that's there to like antagonize mm-hmm. Buffy. We really get to have a moment of vulnerability with her. Mm-hmm. And we, that's the, the moment where she pulls the necklace out of her collar and we that she's been wearing it all day. Yeah. You that's know? great. And that's, that's such a great thing to pull in a character that we've so often been like on, not on the fence about, we like love watching Cordy do yeah. Cordy, but this is a moment where we get to like almost like commune with her. Mm-hmm. And then really relate to her character. Yeah, it
1: was a very private moment. But also, it shows us that she wears this suit of armor at school. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one can see that she was wearing this sentimental token.
0: Yeah, she right. hides that from everybody. And But still, it's not a thing where it's just... She's, I mean, she's embarrassed by it, but it's something that she, she still needs the heart. You know? Like, it's still something that's very important to her. And... It kind of does raise that question of what else is going on underneath. And I kind of like, not to skip all the way to the end, but I like how at the end of the episode...
1: Well, but you are going to But
0: I'm going, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Do it. I'm going to be the bad guy who does. But she she starts to move towards, uh, I don't know, I feel like we're, we get to start getting to know her better.
2: Oh, yeah. And it's like, I think that in this episode, too, when all of a sudden Cordelia, who is used to being the ringleader of all these mean people realizes that they've kind of in a group mentality turned on her and started getting behind Harmony, that it's like, wait a minute. Why am I all of a sudden begging for your approval? You're the ones who were supposed to be begging for my approval, and now that I've actually realized that I've kind of started to forge these relationships with kinder people, people, I don't need you anymore. I don't need you, Harmony, and other people that she probably doesn't even know the name of.
1: What I thought about in that part was (laughs) this structure, this social structure... It's so brittle. It's just based upon what mm. the other the group mentality, and as soon as there's one little crack in that structure, it all falls apart. But then she rebuilds it entirely when she establishes herself as not giving a fuck. Can we say fuck? Are there younger listeners? We've said
0: it. There are, but somehow they've gotten around. They've heard the that Age work?
2: gating. I don't we, know if we they just throw an e on the. Yeah, a they fuke. shouldn't be allowed to. But Hulkers Fu- a, a lot. Yeah. Well, she. <laughs> well, shit! Yeah, I didn't realize this would be an open well, invitation. Dang. But oh, she's oh, she's about to. Holland's actually about to enter the room. Oh, let's go and take a little. Let's actually uh, step into the
0: back study room She'll where we're going to join Holland. I like this room. This it's is a cool. Room. Yeah. It's a cool oh, room, wow. especially because guess who's been here the whole time, hiding out and doing her research? It's Holland Farkas!
1: You, you couldn't see her at first because she was buried behind a stack
3: of books.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, she was trying to help uh Giles and Amy figure out the proper way to undo the love spell.
3: I was doing some really in-depth research and I was surrounding myself uh with books so I wouldn't be affected mm-hmm. by the love spell. A book oh. fortress, if oh.
2: you will. Wait, the
0: yeah. books block? Books uh, are powerful.
3: They have a magic of their own.
0: That's that's true.
1: <laughs> Knowledge is power.
0: Thank you again, LeVar Burton, for dropping in today. We really, really
2: appreciate we really appreciate uh, it. <laughs> I want that. Uh, mm-hmm. where books have a magic mm-hmm. of their own. <laughs> Dating is good things.
1: Dating is good for you.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Love so what'd is, you learn? What'd you learn? How yeah. What,
0: what 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 was the le- what was the takeaway from your research? I don't know if you really get a, one takeaway from research, but
3: uh, it was uh, specific uh, kind of self improvement research. Um, I learned that many people who are very talented and successful, still think they're frauds and suffer from imposter syndrome. Um, I also learned uh, that love spells can be reversed uh, if you get a little sprig of, of time that really aids. Oh, oh because time heals all you. Oh. You wouldn't think that both of these things would be in the same book, uh, but they were. It was a very in-depth book. And I've been here for a really long wow. time. So yeah, learned a lot. It sounds like
0: the first half was written by Emily V. Gordon. <laughs> The second half was written by uh, someone who did magic. Also,
3: Emily V. Gordon.
1: So, yeah, secret, I guess Emily V. Uh, Gordon. Is there jelly in the donuts? There's always jelly in the donuts in, in Sunnydale.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah, there's always jelly in the donuts. But it's I blood love jelly. Donuts. Yeah.
3: What? Just normal jelly. Oh. They go with research, hand in hand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're totally right, yeah. Thank you. That's a Did you, did a you ever episode, right,
3: uh, have someone bring munchkins into your class? And And then, did you always just dig for For the the jelly? Oh, of course. But then sometimes people like wouldn't get, or some people wouldn't get jellies because they were like, "No one likes jelly donuts." Could we
0: could we quickly hit the pause button here so I can ask a a little Criterion collectors' directors' note question? Uh, Nope. Anyway, so uh... (laughs)
2: no, we're good. If you had to ask, (laughs) what's Munchkins? I have no idea. Munchkins, yeah, bro, donut what? holes, from... munchkins. Oh, oh Dunkin donuts! Because we're East Coast. Yes,
3: I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We have those out here now. I'm gonna, donut I'm donut call holes. The oh, of Chris you can go. You can go. Yeah, uh, call up O'Brien.
2: Be oh, like, fun. hey,
3: O'Brien, uh, what are munchkins? And he'll be like, let me tell you. And then we'll all go.
2: Then he'll get back to engineering. Where did
3: you grow uh, up? He's on there? an episode of Rosewood. Apparently, isn't that insane?
0: No. Look at this. You, you, you go on one episode. That like new show. Yeah. You go in one episode of Sunnydale Study Group.
3: And then you blow up? Is that how it works?
0: Yep. Next Great. day you're on Rose So
3: you're going to get uh, cast in maybe Empire? Nurse
0: Jackie. Perfect.
3: I'll take Nurse them Jackie's them over.
0: It's so. coming back, starring Becca Scott. That's
3: right. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, There's Jackie Jr. Enter your Jr. Question. <laughs> She solves mysteries. It has to turn Nancy her Drew,
3: Nancy Drew is going to be a TV show. Awesome. Oh. You could be Nancy Drew. I need to be Nancy
1: Drew.
2: <laughs> You'd be mysteries, a really good Nancy Drew. I could be
1: the female Henry in Wrong series, but...
2: Veronica Mars. be great.
1: Um, I am from Kansas City, Missouri, to answer your oh, question. Oh, wow.
2: Where Missouri.
3: That's how my mother says it. (laughs) That always confused me that it was Kansas City, but not, I'm sure you get this all the time, but me being someone who is from the East Coast and then moved to the West Coast and has never been anywhere that isn't a coast, is very confused. See, it's on the border and it's spread out. So there's Kansas
1: City, Kansas, which is lame,
3: and Kansas City, Missouri, which is cool. I'm glad that they're like the same place and it's not just like, two random cities like I would like, be wrong the fact that they're actually connected i didn't actually know that they were connected there that should makes only me be feel, one springfield that makes me feel mm-hmm. so yeah. much better there's a springfield For, in like every state yeah it's wrong i used to think it was only in massachusetts and i was like that's where simpsons takes place and they're like no it takes
2: place in a fictional springfield that doesn't exist
0: that's no, real but it's in illinois is
3: it oh. that's what they say i thought it was Illinois, but they're wrong <laughs> I see I, I just thought it was Al Massachusetts.
2: Might think I that. thought it was
3: Massachusetts for like most of my life. Yeah. Until someone was like, No, this mm-hmm. is not the only Springfield. Welcome to uh <laughs>
0: the
2: Springfield, Springfield Study Group. Study
3: group. <laughs> Springfield
0: Study Group. Do you talk about Simpsons? Briefly. <laughs> just Springfield. Rick
3: Springfield? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who. I just know the name. I don't actually remember. Springform mattresses. Of Springfield? Rick Springfield? I don't remember, no, Rick
0: Springfield I don't is it taking does it take No, no he, Spring, Rick. Did, Spring... did you take on me? No, no, that was Aha. Uh-huh. was Aha. Uh-huh. I don't actually know. The, um, Rick. Rick Springfield. Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl.
3: Oh, he's in so, Californication. I'm he is. He literally, Rick Springfield is because he's like a running joke in Californication. He's like actually in the show for like it's kind of a running joke half in a season. Our world too. Mm. That's,
2: that's
0: I'm just kidding. He, he's, he's, a, he's a huge supporter of the podcast. So. He is. He Has anyone ever so done a California
3: podcast? Not, I'm so off topic. We could do but it right like, here.
1: Okay, so California podcast. I feel podcast. like that's a
3: really weird
2: Holland, Podcast. bringing it, coming in and bringing it to Coveney. I don't think
3: I would be the <laughs> ideal person, like 22 year old girl who sounds like she's like 14. Like, okay, so in this episode, David Duchovny he railing fucks. this chick from behind, and... <laughs> and the girl from the nanny. You just see everything. Fran Drescher. No, the little girl from the nanny, Gracie. First episode, just boom, because he's the first person he has sex with. Wow. She really jump started her career with that one. <laughs>
2: Man, it's kind of like when Feruza Balk from The Craft, I mean, from Return to Oz, grew up and was in that movie, The Craft.
3: I love The Craft. And I speaking of The Craft. The craft. I'm going to really quickly... That takes I, it back. Yeah. The Craft takes it back.
0: We did it. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate... Hey, I appreciate the full circle, as, any, as anyone speaking does. Speaking of
3: witchcraft.
1: Oh, uh, okay,
0: I, yeah. I, I, I feel like we're looping at this point. I am going to suggest we step out of this back room. I think that maybe there's... It's, this it's the room. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's just... The, exactly. There's not a lot of windows here. So Let's go back nets. into the library, the main mm-hmm. library. This is where Giles prepares his tea and stuff. Yeah. This is weird. Uh, let's, this is go weird let's go back. Let's go back there. All right. Okay. who? Love. <laughs> wow, it's cooler in here. What yeah. does it mean? What does love? Yeah. Okay. This is a. This is a reason I love this episode. Um. I. Have, there's many reasons I love this episode. One of them is Joyce because she just she she gets me in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's how I am when I'm courting people. Anytime I'm hitting on someone, I just break through a window, <laughs> just start to open the door. Um. But. <laughs> 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 But I, uh, uh, what I love about this episode, or one thing I love about this episode, wow. is that Giles really is sort of this voice of reason where he's like, "This isn't love, mm-hmm. this is obsession," yeah. right? And um, I think that's really interesting, and it's something I really appreciated about this episode because it, it it it's hinted at earlier when Xander and Cordy are talking, and he's like, "Maybe it's just hormonal," right? Yeah. He says that he's, like, but I think there's something else, mm-hmm. um, especially because like they'd spent time like just sitting and hanging out, and they're the ones who dispel. I don't know. They're the only ones that are not affected by this spell as much in terms of the core story. And I there's something really powerful about that. This thing I really like about that because mm-hmm. Giles is right, which yeah. means not even core story right.
1: wise. I must have missed a key line because why did Cordelia not? It was just the spell backfired completely, yeah. so it was the opposite.
0: Because Amy's sort I mean, of a schmozby She yeah, doesn't do her homework. like, Amy is
3: so bad at being a witch that she did the exact opposite of what she was supposed to. But I was like, actually, I think she's probably just really good and was like, oh, you want this one person? How about everyone? Sorry, there's only one person in the world. That's female. Also that's fucking not
1: myself you. over. But yeah. it's worth it for the lesson. But here's the thing about Amy and <laughs> her she, witchcraft. Yeah. She could turn someone into a rat and then back out back into a human you're it's right incredible. That's huge. yeah it's yeah. really great McGonagall
0: struggles with that oh mm-hmm.
3: well, she doesn't also I think it was really <laughs> I think it was really clever that because at first I was like why did they just I'm talking about the episode here if I could yeah
2: see. yeah you're sorry, you're
0: just right. take a moment just, yeah McGonagall's um, army calm down right uh-huh.
3: when it gets to the point where people are like going insane and trying to murder each other yeah I yeah. had this like aha moment where I was like Oh, that's why they turned Buffy into a rat because she would have fucking like Killed murdered yeah.
0: everyone, mm-hmm. and then the episode would be over. Did your yeah. did your aha moment sound like da 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 da? I was that too. No, it sounded
3: like because uh. I'm in love with Jesse's girl.
0: How uh. about an episode of, of our... girl. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's
2: just gorgeous yeah. uh one thing I want to bring up before I forget is uh the quin the quintet quinta the five part uh buffy hair flip in the library it's very incredible um I bow to it when she first comes in in or when she comes in in her little black trench coat
1: oh the trench coat the yeah.
2: raincoat. coat and by the way her hair in it's not this even, episode yeah, it wasn't even a trench is... coat it was like The stuff of versions.
3: Mini, mini trench. I, okay, I like her hair because this is when she first starts going, like, platinum blonde. Yeah. Yeah. It looked, I have this thing where, like, in shows where you can tell the show is getting popular and the female lead, they're instantly just, like, she needs to be really blonde and really tan or, like, really skinny and really this. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, these extremes. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I Mm -hmm. even wrote down a comment because, like, she looks fine in the close-ups, but she's just so tan and blonde. Oh, like yeah. it's they do it like really kind of like mm-hmm. instantaneously. Mm-hmm. I was just like she's like too blonde and like too tan. Right. I don't know if you guys have ever
1: talked about this, but I read something in Buffy Trivia Online where she demanded that every outfit she would wear would be designer. Ooh. Yeah, that's how fancy Sarah Michelle Geller was at this point. Wow. Yeah. In the zeitgeist.
2: Including the little black trench coat. It's a raincoat. I rain assume coat, so. Guys. It's a sexy, <laughs> it a sexy coat. raincoat. It's so a yeah. little black coat with a little belt.
1: Trench esque, probably designer. But anyway, it's like, so she's between <laughs> she's between Amy and Xander. <laughs> yeah.
2: And she just, each time she turns to them, there's flip just this. this fierce hair flip that's just like, wow, whoo, and when you watch it back, it's five times in a row, and I think it's just the best thing ever.
1: Well, I don't know if your listeners know this, but Chris has also mastered the hair flip because yeah. he has shoulder length, blonde locks, so yeah. he uh, can pick this sort of thing out. If
0: you freeze yeah. any, if you just pause any video that Chris is in, it's a hair flip.
3: <laughs> it's a really epic, oh, the best is the, the Age of Ultron, uh, video. <laughs> Ultron video. That is an insane hair flip. that then hair flips flip back on and itself. And then it just, like, that's... You should use SMGs
0: as Black Widow. Yeah.
3: I didn't do it on purpose. I just put a little so bit of hair that plant. in there, real.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. Connecting dots. Connecting and Omar, dots. you made it so the hair went back down. Right? Oh, we all made it so the hair <laughs> went back down. Uh, I was down.
3: still in school, I'm pretty sure, at this point. I think I still Study had classes. in Holland. Still had classes, so I awesome. was not, I was trying to figure out why I wasn't helping out, but I was
2: literally like... In school. I was in school or at work. Well Maybe we were all
3: in I school, was school earlier today before we came to the library. Oh yeah, yeah. we're in school right now. Adult school. Can yeah. I
1: name a really big elephant of this episode? Sure. Why did the men not fall in love with Sander? I was thinking the same Cause thing. Cause Joss, we know that you have gay characters in the future if we're omniscient. Uh, and we know that you're well, we a very just had one, right? yeah. Lots you know. of Larry, yeah. Larry came oh, out. Oh yeah, Larry came out. yeah. And there's a lot of characters that are very dynamic in their sexuality and uh, very strong females. Why are the men not attracted?
2: I would have the answer. You'd have the answer. I have the answer. It is because um, in Amy's spell, it's a spell to Diana. So Diana, who is the same as Artemis. Um, is Whoa. a patron saint of women, and the uh, Xander is surrounded by the female symbol on the ground oh, yeah. when she does oh. the thing. So Amazing. I think it's a it's a Amazing. specifically female targeted spell. Great
1: attention to detail, Chris. Thank you, because I was so torn up about this, mm-hmm. uh, and now at all I'm at peace with it. Because I was thinking you can't say that no, it's people who inherently are straight because it's all on a spectrum, guys. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it Has was Diana's you, fault. Have Maybe Hecate will blame Oh well, no, Hecate was only responsible for the uh that was something I was weirded out by too, is that so Diana is the Roman version of Artemis, but then Hecate is who Amy evokes for um when she's turning Buffy into the rat. Hecate is a Greek figure. So I was like, hmm. She's just who?
3: like all over the place with her mythology. Yeah, we had this problem crazy. in our mind meld game too.
2: We did. Yeah, we, we did. had. We had Greek and Roman when we were warming trouble. up for
0: the podcast. Gotta pick one. Yeah. Well, although I guess I guess post nineteen seventies New Agey religions. Uh, not to out myself as someone who's done a lot of research into this, but I feel like it's just, the, the people who founded them were on so many drugs that. <laughs> I think <laughs> it just they kind could, of doesn't matter. You know, I all these just, gods
1: exist. They, just, yeah. Maybe they're mm. side by side. They're not exactly the same mm, god. Yeah. Or is it
3: the exact same? Well, God with they're two mostly it's it's the same gods, just different names, pretty much. Like a lot of different, there you go. I like a it. lot of different um, like mythology and Praha. Yeah, not, or not like that. Maybe it's not like that. Like that. A lot of different mythologies have the same creation myths or creation stories. Yeah, you're right. And characters, mm-hmm. they're just different. Even like if you look at like. Certain stories in the Bible will sometimes line up with other. Like mm-hmm. it's all like it's all a very. That's why oh, Matthew and Luke are well, like no, but that's to why other, that's yeah. why there's like that grand like it's Krishna. like a it's like a Rosetta Stone theory mm-hmm. basically that like you s- can
1: learn languages. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, you can't that's learn it. languages. That's it. It's no, the theories like, use
0: languages.
3: Well, some people will
0: use it <laughs> no. as they like sell a, them all.
3: as like a there is a god, or like some people use it with like aliens. Like right. I, I learned about it on the X Files, and then I did further research into it. Did so you read *Chariots the Gods*? But it's basically like a it's like a, say like a big stone was dropped down, and it had like a story. Mm. So basically, like people all found this same story cool. and then translated it in their different way in their different culture and that's why we all have these similar stories oh
0: right right like the like a like the flood like, myth right that seems mm-hmm, yeah. to perpetuate around that time yeah. period so it's basically mm-hmm. something that was
3: probably like a word of mouth but like when you go back and try and figure out like who had what first and where it came from like if you think about it in general terms like oh what if we all just like just knew that so wording like I mean, if if they
0: was. if they did this spell in portuguese for example it would still work right yeah. it's all about the intent
3: see i try to say I borrow
1: things, from, I'm just from my favorite series that maybe you'll have to cut this out cuz crossover franchise no, say it. The cops. um well uh, I'm really into the Dresden Files, the books, mm-hmm. not the show. And um, the way he describes how magic works is it's your will, and the words you use are kind of just a vessel for your verbal will. Cool. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You could say gibberish, but as long as your intent behind it is what you want, then that's what magic will produce.
0: It's like as long as the donut's filled with jelly,
1: it doesn't matter if it's powdered sugar yeah. o- outside or glitter. Custard
0: on top. Yeah. I
2: don't know why you'd have a custard uh, jelly donut, but it's like it's like when, it doesn't uh, work for
3: vodka. Has to be glazed for vodka.
2: Yeah, we learned that the so hard we way. Learned. It's like when me and Ron Glass chant Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, mm-hmm. it's our will being channeled through right. nam Yeah. Yeah. kyo Yeah.
0: Uh, so <laughs> does this... Does then the affections that all these folks have in Sunnydale... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think then, it, if, we're, if we're reducing this to sort of, I don't know, like very, this is an inappropriate use of this word, but the mathematics, almost like of, of emotions, right? Or like, mm-hmm. There's a certain energy and... I think it,
1: there's a distance ratio involved. The
0: distance ratio? Because uh, oh, like, where's well, all that affection coming from I, for Xander? I get Willows, right? I get that Unlock's Willows. I can even see that there being, you know, some chemistry and tension between Buffy because the way mm-hmm. she acts around Xander is different than how everyone else acts. So it's like, oh, this must be a unique thing.
3: It's just, I think it's just a manipulation of emotion. I think everyone kind of, like, has it within them to be really passionate about something. I feel like oh. people who aren't passionate just are people who aren't, either Sucking aren't in touch depression. with it. Well, no, 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 they're either not, no, because even if you're depressed, you're at least very passionate about, like, wanting not maybe being to able you, to be, well, I guess it's the inability to feel things, so maybe not. But it's, it's basically like you're either... Not letting yourself embrace that emotion, or you're turning it off because you think that like people are gonna judge you if you like you're too intense about anything. Right. So basically, like certain certain emotions like passion, like if you like are fully feeling it, and also like they work off each other because you notice like as like two people or like what if a mob? Yeah. It's like mob mentality. Mm. Like the more people. That are feeling the same thing and they start fighting, and just like it just builds you're totally up right. exponentially because it's mm. like all these people feeling it's like when you're at like a concert or something, just like everyone is like going fucking apeshit.
2: It's like yeah. a lemming situation.
3: The Willow
1: is someone I want to talk a lot about in this episode uh-huh. because this, I feel like this is a very strong episode for her. She was actually crying in the moment yeah. and she confronted her. Crying really her hurt tears my were body. falling down her shirt, They it was profuse tears. It was very yeah. impressive, and I, I really mm-hmm. connected emotionally when she wielded that axe. But even before that, um, well, I was thinking about why was she so much more affected than the other women, and why the first time we see a weapon branded, it's mm-hmm. with from Willow, and it's because yeah, she already had those feelings that mm-hmm. were so much stronger than everybody so else. Much so
0: much that at the end of the episode, she can't,
2: mm-hmm. can't reconcile. Yeah. And it's cool too because it's like this episode, and the previous episode phases kind of sort of wrap up it's, it's almost like now Xander and Willow can kind of let each other go it's like in the episode before this as Oz is starting to show Willow so much affection Xander actively is like super protective right? hates it does not approve of it and then he needs to be accepted it's like she's not yours you can't have her and then in this next one it's sort of like then Willow's emotions then like you were just saying bubble back to the top and then I think by the end of it all it's like this is their this is their purge of each other, and then it's like Willow can go on and be with Oz, Xander can go on and be with Cordy, and generally the tension is diffused. Right. Have you guys
0: ever? Uh, let's do a clean transition really quickly. Let's just let's just quickly think a happy thought each. Let's just say one positive word so we can transition to my question because it's gonna be terrible. All right. Uh, pop. Uh, pop. Pop. Popcorn. <laughs> that damn it, it Chris. <laughs> what was that's great, but it took. That's fine. It's he was doing the. It was popping. He was popping. Sure.
1: Battle axe.
0: Great. You, yeah. See that? It's Marsupials. Aww. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna say um, um, blanket. So good. Um, oh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Michael. Exactly <laughs> <what I thought. laughs> My question, to you guys, is have you ever um, had someone who was um, unhealthily interested and in, invested in you? So not just someone who was it was almost like detrimental to their own health where it wasn't love it was definitely something else infatuation or
2: something yeah i'll start uh no everyone else <laughs> in the world yes uh, um, just, have
1: i been on the other end of that definitely
2: yeah i th-
0: I, I definitely obsessive have
3: love oh yeah
0: yeah i think we talked about my violent you need to stop using to, the word
3: violent when you talk about it, because, like, I don't know, like, when you use the word violent... Does it sound like just, I want to hurt
0: somebody? Because I'm not. It
3: just... It, I just listen to a lot no, of No, I because, like, I know you, and, like, it's fine, but when you're just like, oh, I had this violent crush on this first like, I just feel like when guys say violent in relation
1: oh, to... Oh, like, you're
0: right. You're right. That's scary. Well, let scary. me tell you about
3: a violent thing I
1: did uh-huh. in my first relationship to a bear, um... <laughs>
2: you were in a relationship with a bear my
1: first very serious relationship I was 14 years old and I was dumped um it was a very hard breakup for me and I took the build a bear that he had given me and I ripped it apart and I took out the heart and they make you kiss that heart on both sides and I pinned it to my wall for the next few months and now that person is in a famous band
0: which one?
2: never gin blossoms
3: it's probably Not In Blossoms. I'll tell you when
1: it's sports. not it's recording. A, it's, a pop, it's a pop punk band. Pretty much, yeah. It was very punk when, yeah, it was very pop punky when new, I it? when I sold. We, no, okay, because <laughs> I, I knew
2: a girl because my friend punk. my friend in college dated the uh, drummer of Brand New and what? he broke her heart. What? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I can't
1: well, wait it we could it was, very well could have been because once a heartbreaker, always a heartbreaker. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what it says under my
0: picture in my earbook.
2: I wrote it, but... Well, speaking of, we can't forget to have Becca sign the yearbook. It's our new... Book. Oh, that's right, that's oh, right, yeah. that's
1: right. Yeah, uh, H-A-K-A-S.
2: The situation that
0: I found myself it's in, in which is, I, I, found, I, found it, I heard about this later, uh, and I'm quite aloof in any of these sorts of situations, but there was, like, someone who was, like, interested in me at one point, and then there was someone else who was interested. It was a great month. But, um, no, I, I'm, I'm saying that to... <laughs> Omar, you is really cool. Thank People you. People like you. Hey, don't
1: have thank fun you. in there.
0: <laughs> uh we are recording in the middle of a party right now um but it was uh and then this person didn't get the uh attention returned from me probably because i didn't notice because i'm again a very aloof, and they went they went to the other you person. should see this
1: lock of hair in front of an, his eye while he says <laughs> that
0: yeah i have to look through it all the, the entire day it won't move from my face so i can't wait aloof. to get a haircut uh, but, um, and then she went up to the other person and said, like, you know what, it's fine. You have them. And I found out about this later, and I was like, that's a weird reaction. So who got you? No one. Me. I know my value. It's kind where? of like, she was like the to, and then the other girl was like Arwen, kind of. I don't get these nerdy references. <laughs> but yes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, I don't know, that was like, that was the first time where I was just like, wait, hold on, because I've been raised on, uh, Mulan Rouge and Indian movies. So I've been raised on Indian movies. (laughs) And uh, and so the idea of like an impure love that wasn't had by like a duke was a very new concept to me. And so I think when I was younger and I saw this episode, it was like pretty eye-opening. Like I feel like now it's different. We've gone through a lot as adults. Uh, And then one day Holland, you too will. But (laughs) I...
2: (laughs) I was just like going to throw away like...
0: But, uh,
1: just backhand her as you said that,
0: but I feel so like violent. but I feel like at this uh but 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 I feel like at a younger age it's it's this is a really important episode to see and to know and to kind of learn that
3: yeah,,
2: Paul, what about you? your response
3: um i was actually I was thinking, <laughs> no, I was thinking about this today pretty intently like i was i was sitting there like eating my lunch in like the corner booth at work, like actually school? like school. kind of it basically felt like school like alone in the cafeteria and I was thinking about this because um I'm one of those people that I'm now getting better at showing my emotions but when it comes to like like liking people or like being in like the very few relationships I've been in I'm not very big on like letting people in on how I'm feeling and I will get like really hardcore crushes on people but then literally do nothing about it because I'm just like I'm not worthy of them so I'm just gonna like not tell them and ignore it and then like watch them like go off with like you know when you like you like someone and then you kind of like are starting to watch them like get into something with someone else and it's almost like they look at you with like a are you sure this is okay or like a like like a knowing kind of like glance it's just like me and James are masters (laughs) that's exactly how I feel about about it yeah but, like, I've had, I don't know, so I've had a lot of that type of stuff on my end. Um, but I also, I was thinking about this because I, I was rewatching chasing Amy. And, like, the first half of chasing Amy, I relate to really hard just because I knew someone growing up who, like, um, I had originally, like, had a huge crush on him, but he liked someone else. And then for, like, the next three years of high school, he was, like, one of my really best friends, but he just, like was infatuated with me and would like constantly ask me out and I was just kind of like no like I don't think we should date like I don't think this works and I was just like there was a point where like this could have worked but it didn't but also like I'm from New Jersey so like like they live above Jack's music and like we always went to like Jack's music so just like literally like that whole the whole like, like that's literally like it was very much like I have goosebumps
0: right now that's well, crazy well it was really wow. weird
3: because I was watching it and I didn't realize like how hardcore I related to this movie until I was I hope to God he doesn't listen to this podcast he probably won't
2: um and if he does great
3: well basically we had (laughs) we had a really bad falling out in college because we were still really good friends throughout all of this and then i think there was like the one of the most recent times that he like asked me out again i was like can we just like sit and talk about like why you keep doing this and like why you think because like his whole reasoning was just like oh well i think we should date and i was like that's not a reason like he he loves you well, but I was just, basically, I was like, can we talk about this and can we talk about like why it's not going to work or like why I don't think it's going to work or like can we just have a discussion and he like refused to have it because he wanted to avoid it because he wanted to avoid the inevitable and then I just got so mad that I just like, there's, there's, logic. Was kind of there's no logic in this kind of shit. There's no logic in And it was, it was You're one of those things where life. it was like, it's hard because I really cared about him and he was mm-hmm. like one of my really good friends, but it just like.
2: But he was actively proving that he wouldn't have been a reliable partner.
3: It just it ended really poorly, and it ended our friendship, and it affected my other friendships, and it was just like a really like.
0: That's intense. Maybe it's I'm thing. A, This is an older thing. To I don't say. know why
3: I just said that whole <laughs> fucking thing. I because I was thinking about it recently, That's what and it's like is, still something that I bothers me. That's what this all part part gets is all about. Yeah. But it's, it's about, really it's yeah, literally it's basically the first half of chasing Amy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Except I'm not, gay.
0: You said it with a question mark. But I'm
3: not, like, you're not ungay, <laughs> but you're also not But gay. It's, it's not like, I, well, because I'm also not one of, this is really deep, because I'm, I'm one Good. of those people that, like, I refuse to be like, I'm, like, 100% straight, or, like, I'm this, no or I'm thing. that. It's yeah. like, it is, like, sexuality is very much like a spectrum thing, so, like, I feel like it's one of those things where I'm not going to be like, oh, well, like, I'm definitely not gay, and there are never times that I've had, like, Gay thoughts about anyone? Nope. Like 100. percent Like dick all the time. So it's it's just one of those things where it's just like.
0: What's Dick all the time is gonna be a trucker hat on my head tomorrow. <laughs> I'm
3: so <terrible>. I, anyway, <laughs> I just really relate to chasing Amy, and I forgot how much it was a great yeah. movie.
1: That's
2: great. You know, uh, that, was was it? You, I was, that was Thank you, was right. awesome. Thank you. That was. Also,
1: yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Awesome. So I that's never say good. I'm straight. I say I I usually date men.
2: Oh, nice. that's good. And eventually yeah. marry one.
1: And I'm a gay.
2: Yeah, congratulations!
1: Thanks. I wanted to make sure that that got in the podcast. I'm surprised surprised
3: you didn't add bitches at the end of that. I'm engaged, bitches!
0: There we go. go.
2: I'm gonna make that hat for you. Thank (laughs)
0: you. You
2: know that the uh, one time a man in uh, Italy told me that the the name Bramante, which is my surname, uh, it translates to unrequited love. Wow. It's such a pretty word. What a good
0: line to use. (laughs) Oh man! When girls
3: project.
2: Lopez, huh? You know what that means. That I means just whenever, yeah. Then I'm just like, oh, that's my.
0: My last yeah, name means wolf. Such
2: is my curse. What? Wolf. Bramante just? <laughs> <Can laughs> You've <laughs> looked this up? I not. Oh, bro, yours, Farkas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Scott means Scottish person. Ooh, that's good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing but respect. Well, it's actually not. We that wasn't my last name three generations ago. We used it to escape persecution. Oh,
1: so don't tell. Yeah, your our last old name last was last Khan, name. which means <gasps> king. You shouldn't have said that.
0: That was fine. <gasps> find me. <laughs> Try and find me. Whoever we were
2: running from, oh. M- Maggie Thatcher. I don't know. Wait. So you just wait. Are you a? So you're related to Khan? Like?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm his ancestor. Oh wait, no, his last name. No, was he saying, was in the '90s. His la- and his la- yeah. Oh yeah, that was his first. His name. His first
2: name was Khan. Con.
0: Yeah, so now. His
3: name was Con Con. Con Con. Con Con.
0: Because you Con Con Con. <laughs> <Back to 100. laughs> yes, we did it. Best. Oh, we
3: forgot to start over
1: from the beginning when Alan got
0: here. Oh, we said that we were gonna start over and try to go word for word when you were here. Mm. Oh
2: no, but we have the whole bit with the side room. Yeah, and we talk about. her Whoa, not this being here. just got so meta. <laughs> I mean, we were God in the side was... room oh. and it was super great. Um, something interesting is here too, and I. Xander and Cordelia, question. <laughs> Episode Yes, again. Alec. relationship of uh, dramatic convenience for the show.
3: Wait, what? Who? Really? Cordelia Cause Yeah, I Xander, said that,
1: too. I, <laughs> <laughs> you were talking too
2: slow. As, as, long a young, between words. as a young, foolish Bramante. boy. Bramante. Xander was the character that, when I was watching Buffy, was my conduit. He was the one I related to the most, the idiotic uh, high school boy. Sure. And with a
1: heart of gold. With a heart of gold.
2: With a heart that's of gold, silver. and he gives it to Cordy. <laughs> <laughs> but then all of a sudden, he's dating the beautiful popular girl, and that's great because it's great. People found love. It's awesome. But in a way, it's almost like that's the point where all of a sudden Xander was, where I no longer was Xander. So it was kind of like the nerd struggle was no longer embodied by Xander because he won the girl. He won. I, so what are your reactions to that? I have a reaction to so it, the end.
3: Yeah. It also kind of shows you because it's not like he, he's not just like magically happy when he gets the girl, when he's with Cordelia. Like there's oh, really, good point. There's so many issues with that relationship. Like she's like, all he does is talk about Buffy and Willow, which he yeah. does. Yeah. And then... She, like, at first he she's just really... can't stand the self-tanner smell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At first she's just really mean to him, and they just don't get along. And, like, as it gets to the point where he's like, oh, no, but, like, I actually want to date you and be with you. Like, she's so not there, like, until this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time. And, like, you see her, like, when she, even when she gives back the necklace, like, you can tell that, like, she actually cares. And I feel like this episode is one of the first times that, like you see that mm-hmm. and it's taken us a while to get to that point so I really think it shows you like oh girl of your dreams like oh you're making out with her and hooking up with her like if your life isn't magically perfect you Th- I have like that oh that's her. cool I like
2: it a lot because it's kind of like because, this isn't like, the dream?
3: It's it's the the whole thing that Drywall says where it's like it's not love, it's obsession. Like you yeah. idealize someone because mm-hmm. if you're just like if you've had a crush on someone for a really long time or you just like think so highly of like even like a celebrity or mm-hmm. something like someone you either like don't actually know them or you just know certain aspects of them. Yeah. And you do you like put them up on this pedestal. So you're saying James Marsters and I might not <laughs> work out. I mean, you know that like I hung out with him, right? Omar could introduce Omar's you know about president. this.
0: He's, he's married. He's married. <laughs> There's blood coming out of my nose. He's very married. I'm crawling married, towards the kitchen. Yeah, like, let me get you. Let me get you.
1: That's out. fine. Yeah, I just want to know what could have been in an alternate timeline.
2: I can write that story for this. you. I'll put it on Tumblr. can fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you met him, it might not be what you. It's what, what no, you it's great. I like when went, I finally I saw Ashley Olsen when I was oh working at a catering event once, and I saw her, and I was like, you know what, Ashley Olsen.
3: <laughs> I mean, Mary Kate's the better one, but she
0: is. I'm gonna. Okay, cool. Are you Ashley? No, no, no. I have nothing to say on this matter. I'm an Elizabeth. Um <laughs> yes. no, my friend is Christmas. Sure. No. And I found
3: that. out through Instagram <laughs> <a kind> of... <laughs> You like started
0: crying. Uh Yeah, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> yeah just, you, just something to say on that, which is I don't know, something that very I don't know. I don't know how much to get into this. It's it's a very um, important issue to me for a few reasons in terms of like my background and just like events that like happened in like my life like recently or like circles that I run in Mm -hmm. but this idea of the dream uh and then I like chasing this dream I I I think that it's well I like we might have like it's fun and that idea of like the high school dream is fun but I think it's such a crazy And I'm going to swear because it's just really how I feel about it. I think it's a fucked up delusion. And I think a lot of people get really, really screwed up in the head because of it. And Mm -hmm. I think it really screws them up. And there's been a lot of violent incidents recently where the people who perpetrated these who are no longer with us because they either took their life or cops did, a lot of them left a message that was like, I did this because I didn't have a girlfriend or it wasn't the American dream. Yeah. And something about this episode is that the idea of like finding like that perfect mate in high school and stuff and the fact that it drives people crazy, I think is a pretty true Mm -hmm. representation of that insanity. And that manic sort of nature to, to live a dream. When really it's what makes you happy. Like, you know, like I love the Oz-Willow story because it's just like they kind of found each other. Mm-hmm. And they kind of seem nice for each other and that's what they're pursuing.
1: That was another of my favorite things about this episode was Oz's reaction when he confronts Xander. Yes! Was, yeah, He punched hey, him! Because Xander, we, Willow's really upset. And he wasn't at all, like...
0: It wasn't like a jealousy
1: It
3: wasn't, wasn't
0: even yeah. her. It wasn't a jealousy jealous.
3: thing. It was just, like, my girlfriend was crying.
2: And I feel like I'm supposed fault. to punch you. And then yeah. he kind of <laughs> lifts...
0: Yeah, and it's he's just going through these feelings, but it also shows you that he's so grounded. Mm-hmm. At and least more than wise beyond
1: his years? Because yeah. the thing about adolescence is, emotions are so much more intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So intense, you might take the heart of a Build-A-Bear and pin it to the wall.
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Built, so, build a bears have literal hearts yeah, inside of them. Yeah,
1: they're a little uh, like you, hearts. You watch them put the stuffing in, and then they hand you a tiny you have little the heart. You warm it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I you guys. So it was
2: like a thing that like represented your love. Like you guys went and built the bear together.
1: He built it for
3: me. Uh, I always made my own bears, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a symbol of our love.
0: Wow. Wow. I That's a,
3: wait. I might have had a boyfriend take me to build a bear once. I remember building on my own bears, but it's possible that one of them.
2: Hmm. Sure. I build my own bears. I I'm built... a strong,
1: independent woman, and I build my own bears. I warm their hearts with my own hands.
2: All the single bear makers? All the single <laughs> I have built no bears. Nor will I. Nor will I. Ever. Don't say that. And it's that's our bell. Read Felicia
1: Day's book. It starts. Oh, yeah. She, she yeah, she built yeah. a Santa. Just go to
2: Lancaster. I uh, can borrow it. Yeah. You know what? I might, I might not, you know? I will, I will. I'll so build a bear one I'll go to Lancaster it with you, you need to, to build a bear. Alone or Maybe.
1: have it as, you know, a joke between friends and pretend it's ironic when really you know you want that bear.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to get that dumb bear, that dumb adorable bear with a heart. <laughs>
2: Goddammit. Well, that's our bear. I mean, our bear. <laughs> uh,
0: but we are not completely out of time right now. Uh, fortunately, it is just our warning bell, which means it's time for extra cooker activity. Once a week, we Say do. it again? and our extracurricular activity. One more time? Our extracurricular activity. Perfect, (laughs) you got it that time. Did I mess it up the first few times? Our extracurricular activity. No, all three, but there there it is. Mm -hmm. But I I
1: liked the other way The (laughs) rush.
0: It was more natural. Um, Where we're going to make something up on the spot inspired by the episode. Uh, We have no idea what it's going to be. I don't know if Becca even knows that this happens.
2: (laughs) So welcome to the Thunderdome.
1: I've been going off the script up until now.
2: Mm, Well, now you're going off. (laughs) We throw that thing on the wall like a Build-A-Bear's heart, because <gasps> it is.
1: No. This is the part where we fly. If you can tell, we scripted every word of the podcast up until this point.
0: Yeah, we were like, I think at some point Holland and Omar might get a little too edgy, and Becca's story might be a little visually violent, but keep it in the script, because we really feel like this one's going to be a cracker. Yeah. Um, but So Holland, what are we doing this week?
3: Um, so, two things that I have in my notes. My first note was vampires in suits. And then I also have a note uh, about, uh also affects vampires, LOL. So, clearly very focused on the vampires in this episode of oh, the, the Vampire mm-hmm. Slayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the vampires are affected by the love potion as well. Um, So, uh, I want to hear more of the vampire side of the story. Didn't see too much of them in this episode other than Drusilla. As we know, the female vampire is also affected by the love spell. Also... Vampires in suits in the graveyard, because it makes sense. They're cremated, and then they come back to life. Um, Yeah. Cool, so So we're just four vampires
0: hanging out when the spell
3: kicks in? I just want to hear the story of the the vampires.
2: That was loud. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Interviews with Vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be confused with interview with a Vampire. Please stop writing me letters. Uh, My first guest tonight, uh, do you want to... Introduce yourself, young young madam.
1: Hendrixa, I'm 583 years old, and uh, I I love a human man.
2: Oof, that is uh, that's a challenging thing, I, I, Hendrixa. I thought that when the soul of a vampire was uh, left its body, that love was not something that people could experience anymore. Your comment.
1: You don't know what we have. It's love, I tell you. It's love.
2: That's. I'm be- I'm believing it now. Um, now, my uh, second guest, uh, would you please introduce yourself to the uh, listeners?
3: My name is Alice. And um, the the other night, I was going to bed, and I just got this I got this feeling I've never really got it before. It's just when you when you're really hungry and you just want to bite into someone's neck, mm, and uh, it was like yeah. that, but it was my whole body, and uh, it was just so strange. I just kept picturing this face, but I've just never, I just don't. I just don't know, and I was I was up, and I, I wanted to go out, but I, I couldn't go out, and I just I just sat there, and I was just writhing. It was very intense.
2: Fascinating. Fascinating. Now, this is something I did not know about, but it seemed as though love is something that vampires can sound like. Cause, Some
1: mean, may call it lust or obsession, but I don't. Love. Love? True
2: love. Wow. I am love. Incredible. Now, I'm hoping my third guest can uh, cast his anti-shadows onto this situation. Now, would you please introduce... Sorry, I was overcome by the changing feelings in my head, thinking that vampires were these soulless, heartless creatures, but in fact that there may be love within them. Now, oh, no, we um... are
1: soulless. We're entirely soulless.
2: Good. Yeah,
3: that's... We, we do have hearts,
1: though. Your neck is looking very tasty right now. Thank you. Too bad there's a plated glass wall between us. It is too bad.
2: Um, uh, and and you, sir, my um. I will we just take the glass. No, it stays. It stays, sir. Uh, would you please introduce yourself to the listeners?
0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jerome.
2: Now, Jerome. Wait, wait, Jerome. How did you, how did you get here? I too am in love with the human man. Interesting. Yeah. Into resting.
0: Yeah, I've always had sort of a feminine side to myself, and uh, well, I don't know. I just I've always felt kind of independent, very proud, and I, I'm not really a big fan of labels. And so when I saw everyone else fall in love, I said, "You know what? Me too."
1: What? Everyone else? What do you What do you mean?
0: Well, everyone in the town's fallen in love, and uh, you know, I wanted to hop on. I'm sort of a feminist. But and no so one I has
1: kinda... what me and my Zander have.
3: I do. I must. Say that I I don't know what you're talking about, you and yours, Xander. I mean, my feelings are also very intense, and I I can't imagine yours are nearly... What's
1: your suitor's name?
3: Xander.
0: No. Now, while I respect (sighs) both of your opinions because you're both very respectable people, I think it's a little bit more progressive if if I'm the most in love with Xander, so I'm going to go ahead and throw my hat into the ring here.
3: Are you a vampire, Jerome?
0: Yeah, I said that. earlier. Yes, yeah, so I'm a vampire.
3: You don't sound like a vampire.
1: Why
0: don't I sound like a vampire? I think that's a little screwed up. What's wrong with What's wrong with my voice?
1: You sound fine. I've been alive for hundreds of years. How long have you been alive, Jerome?
0: Uh, alive or dead? Both. Uh, I was alive for 27 years, 27 good years, and uh, I was a motorcycle mechanic. Loved it, you know. I went to school, um, but after a little while, I read this book about uh, Zen and. Did that, and then got bit, and uh,
2: it's been about three days since.
1: You could still work on motorcycles. No.
2: She's right, Jerome. You actually still could work on motorcycles. You don't I...
1: need to give up your passions.
0: No, this
2: is not what it's about. This is about you love. You don't even
3: know what love is.
2: I,
0: I used to love repairing motorcycles. I will be the first to admit it, but I'm, I need to move on. I need to go forward with my afterlife.
3: I don't see how you can love Xander if you can't even stick with your love of motorcycles. <gasps> He's so fickle.
2: Well, perhaps that his love changed from loving motorcycles to loving this human man that everybody that everybody except me seems to get, get to love, but uh, it's okay, Jerome. It's, it's, it's okay to give up that love if you can find it again.
1: What's amazing is that he set up a sort of brothel so all people can love him there.
2: Jerome or Xander?
3: Zander.
2: I don't have the. I don't know the. The brothel of Xander? Now. The brothel of Xander. King
3: Xander.
2: Yes. Oh, now, if I let you all out of your chain confines.
1: Oh, I don't recommend that.
2: If I. If I just let it go, you don't. You don't want that. If you go out.
1: She's tapping on the glass. I notice it. Hi. hi, hi.
2: Hello. I've I never think... had this many. He's a
1: vampophile. I do.
2: Oh, all right. I'm gonna push this button, and the glass is gonna drop.
1: This is a very high-tech studio you have. Yes,
2: I inherited it from my my uncle Stan. Stan. Yes, Stan was a designer in the Second World War, but he lives on in this studio. Now, if I free you guys and unchain you, is he undead? No, he is just firmly dead.
3: That's too bad.
2: It is a shame. Will, if I free you guys, do you promise to not turn me into a vampire?
1: Not at all. Well...
2: No, we won't turn you.
1: We won't turn you. Yeah, we will just suck you. your life, force. No, we hey,
0: well... Just, sounds terrible. Just, we just won't turn you. Don't worry about it. You, you, you
1: sound turned be... on even though you said it was terrible. Please. Your finger...
2: <laughs> this has been Interviews with Vampires. Copyright. is never titled because of the way that it's written. That... Oh, thank you for thank you for looking oh.
0: and that is our final bell man Anne Rice is going to love this episode thank you so much for joining us of our discussion of Bewitched Bothered and Bewildered it's a crazy episode a lot of really deep stuff happens in this episode a mm-hmm. lot of emotional conversations happen and I'm really glad that we were able to bring it to the forefront in this discussion mm-hmm. thank you so much Becca for joining us I'm
1: so happy to have been here thanks so much for having me
0: absolutely where can they find you
1: you can find me on Twitter at the Becca Scott, B-E-C-C-A-S-C-O-T-T. Also, same thing on Instagram and Facebook, and you know, all the things.
2: Yeah. Woo-hoo. All the
1: things.
2: <laughs> How about you, Chris? Where can they find you? Hello, I'm Chris Permonti. On the internet, Instagram, Twitter, I am a Montioc, or you can find me performing with Robot Teammate and the Accidental Party. Uh, we when does this one come out? <laughs>
0: uh next week. No, two weeks from now. Um, that
2: doesn't
1: mean anything to anybody oh yeah two two anyway yeah what does time mean anyway
2: anyway so find us Robot Teammate Twitter Periscope Um, we're gonna be playing the Twitch stream on the 23rd if this hasn't come out yet you can check that out and yeah then you can find me on this podcast that you're listening to right now
0: whoa Whoa. you already
2: have 100% there Uh, how about you
0: Holland
3: Uh, my name is Holland Farkas I am Holland Farkas on Twitter uh, Farkland on Instagram Holland Farkas on Facebook uh, YouTube.com slash user slash heart, XO. Um, you can also find me on this podcast, the Study Group. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm plugging. <laughs> and guys in the next room, where can we find you?
0: Oh, you can find us in the next room where we're talking. <laughs> uh, and I'm Omar. You can also find me at YouTube.com slash geeks or on Twitter at uh, number geeks. I also have my personal Twitter if you want to see me uh, tweet pictures of Halloween coloring pages. I've been doing that recently. Mm. Uh, they're not mine. I just captioned them. And <laughs> you can find anything and everything Sunnydale Study Group related at Sunnydale Study Group on Facebook, on Facebook. as well as at, at SSG Podcast on Twitter. And we're
2: also on Instagram. Instagram. Which is a Sunnydale Study Group on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Springfield, uh, springfield Study
0: Group. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, and we're just going through this journey. We're about to take a very, very deep plunge into the rest of season two, so prepare yourselves. I don't envy you
1: guys. Mm. It's It's going to be tough. tough stuff. If
0: you thought this session was was a lot,
2: just wait. (laughs) I know a lot of
1: listeners are probably in tears right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's like the second act of Hamilton. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's heartbreaking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta go listen to this musical that Chris is obsessed with. Pack <laughs> up your bags, pack up your books. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bing. Bing.
1: It. You know what? I, I watched think it one one Saturday, Saturday morning.
2: morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was every Saturday morning.
1: Recess. Yep,
2: yeah. that was great. That was like the resurgence of. Was like it Manny the, the, the uncanny, uncanny? Right, remember he had oh, yeah. Facts? Yeah, Genie oh, popped up every so often when oh, Disney man. bought it. Yeah, it was um, it was ABC um, the entire time. He did uh, Great Minds Think for Themselves. That's what it was.
0: Great Minds Think for. Th- oh yeah, you're right. Great, great minds, minds Think, think alike.
2: Please. <laughs> great minds think for themselves. Thanks, Dan, that's for telling that. the voice of Homer Simpson.
0: He does a great he does. genie. Like, yeah, he does. covers, like, for Aladdin 2. Yeah, he does. I think great. he did a great job. He did. Whoa. I'm not
1: the biggest fan of
2: the songs in Aladdin 2, but. No, Turner Jafar is not. The
1: I don't best. even remember. Oh, I must have seen it. What's the one?
2: Like, if Aladdin, it's not with it's you? Not oh,
1: it's like the Thousand um, Thieves, and they have to say That's the third one.
2: Right? Welcome to the party. Where you meet yeah. his dad it's, and it's like, I'm not sure he Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. This franchise is done.
0: Yeah. No, the, the TV
2: show lives on.